We turn our attention now to a story that uh, we followed for the last year or so. A task force called the 4IR Task Force was put together um, by the president and uh, the chair at the time, University of Namibia Pro Pro Vice Chancellor, Professor Nisha Peters, uh, was established. And that's under the economic advancement pillar of the Harambi Prosperity Plan to assist the government in preparing for the fourth industrial revolution. We have spoken to Professor Peters a number of times and between she's taking on a new role and we'll chat to her briefly about that as well. But firstly, Professor Peters, welcome back to the show. Uh, this 4IR report has now found its way into public view. Uh, we're assuming it's been reviewed by the powers that be. Is that the case? Well, the report, Gary, first of all, um, good day to you and good day to the, listen- to the listeners as well. Um, the report has actually been public um, since um, April. Uh, and it has been on the website of the Harambe Prosperity Plan 2. So under the office of the president, it has also been um, available publicly for download um, under the um, Ministry of ICT's website. Um, So the report was actually public then. And I understand that there was just that it was, there were some hard copies being printed. And last week at the um, Nguadiva Trade Fair, it was then distributed. But this is a good sign because um, there is a need for the public to be aware of what the task force had been doing and what those recommendations are. Perhaps just to take us back to um, last year, or since the inception. So the task force was appointed in July 2021. Um, We completed the country assessment um, by August 2022. Um, The report was then subsequently presented to His Excellency the President um, in in August 2022. Um, And it has subsequently gone to uh, the cabinet um, in October 2022. Um, so there was then an action note uh, from cabinet um, to, you know, to the ministries, etc., cetera, um, that the recommendations of the report have to be actioned. Um, but um, that is sort of where the work of the FOIR task force ended. Um, and so now the, the report is there. It was um, touched upon in the uh, State of the Nation address of His Excellency um, in March um, this year. And then, as I said, in, in April, it was then made available for public consumption. So I think now that the report is actually in, 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 you know, in printed form um, or in hard copy form available for everybody, um, do not still download it, I think that perhaps now the public can interrogate it more thoroughly, ask questions, um, you know, and then also track perhaps how those recommendations would be handled. So, Prof, the last time we spoke about this report, you were on your way to hand in your homework, so to speak. Um, yes. As you say, it went through a number of processes. What, what in the report was of particular interest to both the President and Parliament? What was, um, so there were 13 recommendations, and first of all, the the whole issue of coordination and uh, fragmentation, um, you know, of of functions, um, especially as it pertains to 4IR, uh, was then addressed in the report, 
Um, and for that, we had made a recommendation that there be sort of an implementation body or overseeing body um, who um, who would just be, you know, sort of coordinating the work so that you don't have um, sort of everybody sort of doing fragment, fragmented work. The second thing is also that we had recommended that there be a consolidated 4IR strategy. In other words, right now we're seeing the digital transformation strategy, which was actually something that was also picked up by the 4IR task force and being facilitated at the time. And I think that the public sees that there were um, public consultations on, on, on that strategy as well. And in fact, I've seen that there is still some input asked on that, but that should not be alone standing, right? So you have cybersecurity, you have, for instance, how are we going to beef up our manufacturing? How are we going to you know, address trade barriers? Um, how are we going to address education? Uh, how are we going to address AI um, regulations and policies, et cetera. So that needs to be harmonized into sort of one overarching 4IR strategy. Otherwise, you will still have sectoral strategies being executed, and then that won't take into consideration all of the different angles. Um, what is also of particular significance um, was, of course, the whole um, issue of a national um, data center, um, and I believe that that's one of the, the, the main recommendations where, where government had really um, taken a note of. Um, and then, of course, we also had education. Um, that's a very big area to be addressed, and not only for FOIR, but also uh, in particular for, um, you know, for, for this new uh, green hydrogen economy, also for the, the new oil and gas economy. Um, so 4IR runs very complementary um, to those. Other things that were of interest were then the trade barriers where we had uh, sort of put as recommendations in the report that for our culture creative industry, um, that we need to ease the barriers to online um, transactions. And these are or e-commerce um, and international payments. And this is in particular cross-border payments because our economy is just too small to have all of your, um, you know, your startups only concentrating domestically, you need to expand um, their reach and, and, and their markets to beyond our borders. Um, and even for entrepreneurs, that's, that's very important. Um, then we further had, of course, the, the whole issue on, on, on cybersecurity is, is a very big, one, the, the investments into further infrastructure, uh, because even though we're doing well, you know, relatively well, there are areas that we, that we definitely need to improve. Um, and so, yes, so, so it's a very comprehensive um, report. And if the public is interested, they can actually look at the recommendation section, because we have um, sort of extensively looped over the recommendations um, to sort of make it also tangible, um, you know, break it down for people to understand. I hope that anybody who looks at it will say, well, I'm actually covered in this. You know, my concerns are actually covered in this um, and can actually see how the country can, can move forward 
Should we be able to, to implement all of these recommendations? There is also an implication section where we are targeting different, what does it mean for the, the, the you know, private sector? What does it mean, you know, for, um, for the youth? What does it mean for unemployment, et cetera? So we try to break it down um, into those type of sectoral implications as well. Now, Prof, obviously, this is an enormously wide-ranging piece of research and, and has huge potential ramifications. But just like any elephant, you're not going to eat it all at one go. Uh, four months after the uh, report has been made public and, and is now being disseminated in, in hard copy as well, in those four months, have we seen any particular action that you think comes as a result of the report? No, I, I haven't seen um, too much action, but I have seen most definitely that the Ministry of ICT in particular, um, I must say that I have seen very commendable um, efforts that had, been, um, that had been going on for these past four months. For instance, they have um, released a uh, cybersecurity um, awareness uh, strategy and they've had like several workshops on that. Uh, and campaigns on that, then they also had been addressing, as I said, the issue of the digital transformation um, strategy um, for Namibia. And I have seen um, quite a number of uh, consultations and also ongoing at the moment. Then I've also seen that they have been addressing, there was recently the whole privacy and data protection. And in fact, there are ongoing campaigns at the moment. I have also seen that the Ministry of ICT in particular has really, there were other activities that I've seen that they have started to tackle as well, um, which we have actually addressed in the report um, also. Then I've seen that there was with the Vision 2030 um, review in, in April, that there was actually cognizance taken of the 4IR report and its recommendations, and that there was also the, the gap analysis on in the ICT sector, what is then needed. And, and as I said, that came as a result of that report. Now, going into the NDP6 um, formulation and drafting of the National Development Plan 6, um, I've also seen on the white paper that they have on the preliminary sort of work that was done from the gap analysis for 2030, I have seen that this 4IR um, and the ICT recommendations were coming really strongly to the fore because there was a recognition that there was perhaps a, um, you know, that we didn't concentrate on it so much as we should have in the past. And this is one area that can really help us, you know, towards attaining sort of our noble goals of the, the aspirations of 2030, um, as well as, um, you know, sort of um, introducing the manufacturing sectors, the service industry that we want to develop. Um, again, it touches on infrastructure. It touches also on, um, you know, on education, on, on skills within the sector. Um, and again, that national data center keeps on coming up. So, um, so for me, at least from my perspective, just I didn't deliberately look at it to say, oh, is something happening in FOIR? I've just noticed that there were sort of these, these initiatives that were, that were sort of taking place. Prof, we're going to have to leave it there. We're out of time. Thank you so much for your feedback. Congratulations 
on uh, on finalizing that particular piece of work, uh, getting it through Parliament and then putting it into the public domain. And as you say, already some things that you're noticing happening as a result of the work you've done. Thank you for the work you've done, and we hope uh, to see further action uh, made as a result of your recommendations. Thank you so much, Gary, for having me, and have a pleasant day. Bye. That's Professor um, uh, Nisha Peters, who's currently the Chief Executive Officer of the National Commission on Research, Science and Technology. She took up that position in March of 2023, but also the Chair of the 4IR Committee. Talking about the uh, report that is now openly available, you can go download it and go see if um, if the future is uh, taking you into account or not. Um, and uh, we will certainly be following that story up uh, more in the show.